0: the fight song
1: what's
2: up everybody and welcome into the play the fight song live podcast first what? time we've ever done this in the history of the podcast it used to be it's just money if you're from way back then we appreciate you you earn this we're very uh it's a nervous studio an anxious studio but excited, excited. hopefully we give some time for some people to get in here if not if you're watching this and recording we appreciate you being here you are in the college football place to be. All the boys are here. JP, Reese, Jake, myself. Let's get on to Reese first, who has quite possibly the hottest take this podcast has ever dropped in saying Rush Hour is the greatest trilogy of all time.
3: That's facts, though.
2: Back it up. Back it up.
3: Name name a trilogy where the third movie is the best movie. We we had this discussion on Xbox the other day. Name a trilogy where the third movie is the best movie. Go.
0: John Wick. Men None in of, black. Them. None
3: of them. There's four of them. Okay, okay. Okay. Well, the fourth one's better than the okay, first one. Actually, hang on, Before hang on, hang on. They get, better, they get better. as they as they go along. Rush Hour three. Is Non-Wick. better than one. There's four. Of them. That's fair. Exactly. Yeah, even better. Trilogy. Four of them, all. Trilogy. Each get better. A quad Oh,
2: that's just no. The getting. That's a getting better as it goes. Is is the disclaimer there? That's a big part. Dark
3: Knight. Dark Knight was. Dark Knight's close, but Dark Knight is better than Dark Knight Rises. So that's why. Correct.
2: Works. That is a correct take, Jake. You're not a movie guy, but I'm like, yeah, I've barely
1: seen any of these movies. You're ripping oh, you've never off seen here,
0: Rush Hour, dude. Yeah,
3: Mackie no. Chance,
0: Tucker. Because the first time I seen Rush Hour was like two months ago, so like it's not what? That crazy. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, At least we got to rethink our our co hosts our friends. These no these guys out. don't know movies. Oh
3: goodness, well, because uh, it's the anyway, Rush Hour we'll-
2: podcast. We'll flip it to. Oh, sorry. Calm down. We'll flip it to Brock Purdy. Let's <laughs> I will make Brock one
3: Purdy. if we want to. I'll get Chris Tucker on it. Yeah, the
2: system check down. Brock Purdy. Jake, back him up. What do you got?
1: I like Brock Purdy. I'm, I'm not that. actually. I'm not actually going to hop on a on a tangent here. I, I could. I don't want to do that. This is this is a college football podcast. I do want to shout out the. Uh, I think with the six people that are in this right now keep this in your in your uh milestone that when we go you know big time in in 20 years from now that you were the original five that were a part of this podcast so we appreciate you all um Shout out I'm you just guys. I'm just yeah I'm I'm sick of it in particular like Ryan Clark just needs to just shut the hell up I mean that guy doesn't know I for a guy yeah. who played for 10 years in the NFL you'd think he'd have a little bit of knowledge about any sort of football but he's a part of the the clickbait that is ESPN, anyways. So I don't know necessarily know if I blame the guy because he's probably just given a script every single day. <laughs> a little he a Clark, talking head.
0: So isn't that like kind of? Is that the whole point of it? Is just to like get hot takes out there and sling stuff I around to get clicks?
3: Greatest too. You're never wrong. All right, Hard
2: we got to give true. JP. We got to give JP his Iowa time. Beth gets hired as a full time athletic director at the University of Iowa. JP, do you like it? Do you? I do. I, do. I the love one? the
0: hire. I love the hire. I think it should have been done a little quicker, but I do understand that they have to do the whole national search thing where they go out and interview 80s from other schools, um, take everything in from basically anybody that applies for that position. Another good thing apart about, about all of it is that she's already made the biggest move she needed to make. Like if she had to wait till now to make the Brian Ferentz move, I think this is a different story. And it's just like, Oh, look at her flexing her muscles. Now that she's got the interim removed. She did that as interim AD. And so I think she knew she had a good chance of getting the job and that just solidified it for just about everybody in the fan base world, at least to cut the head of off that ugly, 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 uh, PR thing that we had going on,
1: taking time and... with AD hires, taking time with office coordinators, everybody oh, just no, steady pace. At the University of Iowa. You don't want to go too fast. <laughs>
2: All right, JP, are we waiting on the OC hire? Come on, there's a lot of names
0: floating around. There are names floating around, and I think is, um, is
1: Paul Josh Johnson- from everything.
0: No, he is not. That's hilarious, okay. Jake.
1: It's pretty it's hilarious,
0: Jake. All all that OC stuff just to beat your shit in again for the fucking twentieth year in a row. It's it's there like it I get it. Like, you what do you want me to do? I can't do anything about it. I'm not gonna drive to Iowa City and get any like what do you want me to do about it? Like, and there's nothing you, I can do to about it.
4: Your do you think, do you the the think, website, do you think you're I mean,
0: having who's having more fun with this? You having more fun than I am pissed off? No, I'm more pissed off than you are having fun with this. So just let that be. All right.
2: Fair enough. All person. right. All right. We're going to cool off the studio. It's, it's a little hot right now. We can't no. get into mid three A little bit. We already have a couple of questions popping in from the live audience. Do we want to address those first before we move on to our actual show, which we're going to cover? I haven't even talked about it yet. We're going to cover our way too early top tens. Of course, we're going to dive into the transfer portal, a couple of coaching changes here and there. And then we have a great discussion point that everybody's going to Love, they're just going to love it, and that's the place to be right now. Go ahead. I Nate. like, I like you Nate,
1: my buddy Nate's comment, but I think we should save that for for the end of the podcast because I really don't want to start talking about Dylan Rayola in the first five minutes. When I'm, is he even on? Is he even taking a class yet in Nebraska? Has he even even in Lincoln? Doesn't matter. He's
2: made a lot of money already. <laughs> but it's a good question. He sick. He, it's it's a good start from the questionnaires. I, I like it. We're on topic here. But, all right, let's go to um, – let's start with the transfer portal, and then we'll address some of these questions towards the end. Um, transfer news. Let's start with some names. Land in big places. A lot of big-time names entering the portal this past week with the coaching changes that happened. We'll start with Julian Sain from Alabama. He lands at Ohio State, who just keeps adding these pieces that are going to make them a dominant force in next year's Big Ten. T.J. Finley, he leaves Texas State and just makes a completely lateral move over to Western Kentucky. He will play quarterback for the Tops. And then Caleb Downs, the Georgia defensive back. He is going to Ohio State as well, just another weapon that they just keep loading up with. And then we got to talk about this one. Speaking of Dylan Raiola, let's talk about another big-time Big Ten transfer in-house. Caden Proctor from Alabama. He will go home and play at Iowa. Maybe a little tampering involved. We'll get into that one later. Uh, Jabbar Muhammad from Washington Uh, he still remains in the portal. And then Will Rogers from Mississippi state and Washington, the old time sec quarterback that you, I'm sure you remember he remains uncommitted as well. So those are probably the two biggest names left, but from this list, we'll let JP go first. How do you feel about Proctor? I talked about Riala when it
0: happened. So how do you feel about Proctor coming back home? I think any move on the offensive line for them is going to be big. Uh, It's a, it's a unit that struggled the last couple of years. Uh, I've heard, takes that maybe that's not as rough as a spot like maybe there's more talent on this offensive line but they are in a situation where they're dealing with defenses that know what's coming they're predictable on offense people know how to play that scheme now it's not 2001 right um but anytime you get a kid like this on the offensive line is huge and i think it's on the back end of this uh the brooks kid that decommitted later not too long after proctor actually picked alabama He's seeing this. He he saw Proctor come back. This the Brooks kid might be in the same boat where he's thinking maybe Iowa is the place for me. Now a lot of that leads into: Can you really develop them the way you have? You haven't had the talent, I don't think, to develop and ship off to the offense or the NFL um, as first second round talent in the offensive line. That's been a staple of the Iowa program. This kid is like size, um, athleticism, everything you want in your check boxes. Is Caden Proctor? I think will be a big Big, big, big help for that team. Anytime you can lock down left tackle, it's massive. Uh there'll be some shifting around. It's a big get. But one big one from these transfers that we were just talking about, Julian Sane going to Ohio State. Was I the only one that felt like this opens the quarterback competition? Like we're not just giving this to Will Howard, are we? Well, no, but but I think it kind of shows
1: the door to a couple of other guys in that room, like like Brown and and Keenholtz. I just I don't know. I it was a great get for them i think you let howard kind of give him his chance i think he is probably going to remain the starter but i would say that he's a good guy to develop i mean he's been around in college football for five six years kind of groom saying into taking the spot definitely
0: next year if anything but there's what five guys in that
1: quarterback room now
0: yeah five i think well He's an early enrollee, so he's already going to be on campus in Columbus probably in the next couple of days if he's not there already. Um, if he's early enrollee, he gets all spring ball, summer, and then he gets fall as well. Like they're both learning the same scheme now. Obviously, Howard has the advantage in actual production and play time, but like yeah. this kid might be more talented. Right?
2: That's that's the thing. Main thing that Ryan Day is going to look at is who is going to who's more likely, experience wise, to be able to compete against Michigan Lake. That's all he's going to focus upon. So I feel like it's got to be Will Howard. You had Mm -hmm. Judkins. We just talked about a couple weeks ago how Will Howard's a running game quarterback. They got the running back. So everything seems to be fitting more for this experience, Will Howard. And so I think that's your guy. And, And he would have to do terrible, terrible things to lose that job. Reese, what do you think on it?
3: I'll say, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit if we're thinking, like, Joe milton Nico situation, like, where everybody would like, Joe mm-hmm. was their guy right away. They're like, we have this guy kind of behind the scenes that we know is going to be an absolute stud. And, I mean, yeah, Joe wasn't fantastic this year, but he did enough to win. Like, it's Ohio State where they want to go 13-0 and and they want to go for national title. So, I don't know how much leeway they'll get with Howard if they have a guy like that who can show that he can play early enough. And, like he has mentioned with Ryan Day, like, he's going to trust whoever's going to be able to win him the ball game. And if that kid can show him something in spring ball or or early in the fall, who's to say that kid can't get a shot, you know, just at a second or third game, kind of like what Alabama did at the beginning of the year, if they just want to try to give him a chance. I mean, just quick,
1: quick glance. I think I'm going to trust the 25 year old over the 18 year old, especially (laughs) in the biggest rivalry, basic life decisions, football, all that stuff. But
3: that guy can rent a car
2: (laughs) and dude, he does. He's got a couple of things in the back of his mind. He's got to get on his own insurance next year. He's going to hop off his parents. <laughs> it's, it's a true. big deal, man. He's it's got a lot of life. He's stuff working for that quick. college
0: football pension. He's
2: looking like I can actually
3: blame. purchase alcohol legally. <laughs>
2: yeah, that is, that is a plus plus for Ohio State. So let's move on, Jake. What do you take away from this list? A big name that jumps out. I know you were the first person to reply to TJ Finley going to the tops, just a complete lateral <laughs> move. Why do you think he did that?
1: after it was a quick reaction where I was like okay what's the upgrade of going to Western Kentucky but honestly I think fit and scheme is is actually an upgrade here at Western Kentucky I think he's going to be able to throw the ball 50 times a game and let's be honest an FCS level of a conference in Conference USA I mean they're bringing in Kennesaw State next year in Delaware and this guy was playing in the SEC when he was 19 years old so I kind of see it. I guess he's he's kind of on his last chance anyways to really get that shot at the NFL. So why not play for an offense where you're going to get the reps and touches of 50, 55 throws a game? I will say I don't think we touched on it because last week, I don't remember, it. the commitment came late, but obviously Caleb Downs is just the biggest name going off the board. Proctor's huge too, um, and him going home wasn't as surprising, but I feel like this was pretty surprising that he he chose Ohio State um, over over Georgia when it came down to it. I, I didn't look into it. I don't know if there was maybe, from what I listened to, it seemed like compensation was kind of the tiebreaker because obviously both are historic programs, top five programs statistically usually, um, but I don't know. It kind of sucks that he he took the bag over anything because I think Georgia would well, be
0: he Georgia and Ohio State were in his final three or five upon first commitment. When he picked right. Alabama, so it wasn't like these came out of nowhere, like Ohio State came uh, knocking after Georgia was already his second option. So I think that had some to play there. But if it's a tiebreaker, I mean, I, I guess I'm fine with it. Ohio State's obviously throwing it at him. And I think Georgia thought they'd get maybe a hometown discount, possibly, if you're looking at it from his perspective.
1: And I would say another one we didn't mention, too, that we forgot on our list. How about Amari Nyblack, our boy, going to Texas? I mean, a guy to replace JT yeah, Sanders. It's I think It's that's one way to funny...
0: reload your wide receiver room the way they just did. I mean, it's I think <laughs> It's a great fit reload. for him, too. Absolutely. He's like he's like a cross between Jordan Whittington yep. and anybody else they have. Like he has the ability of Jordan Whittington. He's that athletic. Um, he's not as... As big, not as big and as much of a possession receiver. He's a little more explosive than Woodington was this past year, but solidifies himself as number two, number three option in that offense for Quinn Ewers that needed needed help on the outside, and they got it immediately. They didn't mess around the skill positions at Texas, which I think we'll see later when we jump into our way too early top tens.
2: Texas, another team that's adding a bunch of pieces. Let's go to the uncommitted side, Will Rogers. You know, he's one of the better, more consistent passing game quarterbacks in the SEC a few years ago. Obviously, he played his role at Washington last year. He's still looking for a home. Reese, where do you kind of see Will Rogers? Is he kind of the lower tier in a in a Power 4 conference coming up, or, or where do you see him fit?
3: I really don't know. I think it makes sense for him to try to stick around in Washington where he already killed himself. Yeah, your coach is all left and everything, but I just don't know. If you jump back in the portal, Take like that graphic at the beginning of every – at the end of every season, where it's like you went from being third to now you're a thousand and third. Like if he just jumps in the portal right now, I don't know where he goes. Where he's immediately the number one guy. I just think he's already at that situation. You saw what Jed Fish did at Arizona. Um, the guy can have make a quarterback successful. He just doesn't have all the the skill pieces around him. They I think they they lost twenty or twenty two starters from last year already. So they're going to have to bring in some fresh blood. But he's a good enough quarterback, and Jed Fish is a. Good- a good enough coach I, I I just think he would stay there because again I just want to know where he goes right now where he is the dude especially at some power for school right now that's going to be at the top of that conference like I think if he does go somewhere he's a dude he's a lower tier at one of those four conferences right now
2: I would agree JP where do you see him fit do you think it's like to me it strikes me just initially off the page as like a starter at Indiana obviously they got a big time recruit so it won't be Indiana but a school like that within these Power Four conferences. What do you seeing? You see maybe ACC.
0: I'm I mute. believe you're on mute. The mute. That's what, that's the mute. I'm JB. i See that would get. I'd cut. rather have Will Rogers than I would uh Tyler Van Dyke. And so I, Wisconsin was my first thought initially when he went into the portal. Now obviously Wisconsin's not shopping for one right now, but. Maybe it's one of those situations where he just finds a staff. It, like, it's no longer worried about playing in the Power Four conferences, like Reese said, that it is now. Maybe it's just find a staff and find people you want to be around. Maybe he wants to go with DeBoer and give his, you know, give it a chance in Alabama. There's no reason to say that he couldn't beat out Milro or, um, you know, win a job in that fast, or at least compete for one, right? Like, what do you have to lose in the situation where you've already committed a place, the coaching staff was shook up, they're picking a new school, if you, if you believed in the coach that much, because in all honesty, I think it's more you commit to the coach than you do the school in a lot of situations, especially in uh, the transfer era. Like most transfers are either looking for money or they're looking for a better cultural fit. Like they want to be somewhere that really fits who they are. They don't care about the flash and all the stuff. Everybody's got crazy uh, facilities. Everybody's got the resources, especially at this level. Right. So, like, let's find somewhere for him that works. Um, Like if Pitt was still like working the Mark Whipple offense, like that would have made sense to me. It doesn't need to be an air raid, but I don't think he wants to go somewhere where he's not going to be utilized for his strengths. I think we saw that last year, how frustrating that was for him and fans from Mississippi state.
2: Fair enough to say you hit that one on the nose, Jake, where do you see him? You got a school prediction. If you had to throw one out there where you think he would be a good fit, where do you see real Will Rogers?
0: Yeah. uh, I have no
1: Intel, but when I look at the list and I make a guess, first of all, um, if you guys are bored, go to like Cole Kubler's, uh podcast. He had an interview with Will Rogers before he uh, entered the transfer portal again. Um, but it was really interesting. They talked a lot about being coached by Mike Leach. And basically, Rogers is a guy who has literally been running the air raid offense since he was 15. He ran it all throughout high school. He ran it the first day he got into Starkville. Um, And that's something he's really comfortable with. And obviously everybody knows of how much he struggled with injury and just that Zach Zach Arnett offense last year. So when I look at a team that I think would be a perfect fit for him, I think TCU. TCU is one of the highest up-tempo offenses in the country. Um, He's going to throw it a ton. He makes similar reads, uh, kind of like a Mike Leach offense. So when I, I look at a team like that, you're playing in the Big 12. It's an opportunity to get another 4,000 yard season. You're not going to see the defenses like you saw in the SEC. Again, it's kind of like the uh, TJ Finley situation. It's just about finding fit and scheme, and and that's something you're more comfortable with to kind of regain your status back in college football. And I think they desperately need a quarterback right now. I remember I don't can't remember the kid on the top of their head, but the second stringer uh, came in and took the starting job kind of after Morris struggled. Uh, so I think that's an opportunity where he could walk in and and. Pretty much be guaranteed the starting job if everything kind of went smoothly.
2: I'm I'm thinking of a school at the top of my head where I think maybe he could be a good fit just in the offense and the quarterbacks that they just produced that had good numbers. And may tell me if I'm far off on this. What about like a North Carolina? Could you not see Will Rogers just throwing for fifty five hundred yards in the ACC? Yeah. I mean, it would depend on weapons, but the coaching's there, the schemes there. So I could see that as a possibility. I just haven't heard any rumorings around where this might land, but endless possibilities for Will Rogers. He's got the arm to do so. So great news in transfer world. Um, A lot of big names that are going to land bigger places here soon as well. Let's jump to the coaching side of things. The coaching carousel still moving a little bit, very much slower as we enter kind of classes starting up. Um, But we're going to start with Brent Brennan. Um, the San Jose State coach, he is now at Arizona. Any initial thoughts that jump off? I mean, it's it's one of those situations where he built a competitive, consistent G5 school, and now he's kind of going to this school where they just thought they might have gotten back into the mix of things. Um, but what do you take away from this? higher JP.
0: Uh, fine, I guess. I, I think it's a guy that's not going to like – he's not going to go crazy and this program is not going to blow up because he's there, but he's going to create – a good culture to continue and sustain what they had started with fish. Right. Like this is a program we've seen sustained success from like five, six year stints. Right. Um, Another thing to look at it. Like, I don't think he's looking for another job. Like, I don't think he's a flight risk to say the least. So it's a fine hire. I I don't know how much different Arizona looks with him, but they kept a lot of guys on campus and that's a big piece of this.
1: I, yeah. I mean, he got the first thing accomplished and could keep keeping McMillan and, and Fafita around. So he's doing something right. At least he hasn't really done anything on the field yet as far in Tucson. But like keeping those guys around is is a massive win. And I think it's like a it's a cheaper hire for them. Obviously, everybody kind of knows about, you know, the athletic department is struggling for money right now. So to go and hire a guy like that, I mean, he's one at San Jose State. I think it's a fine hire. Some guy on TikTok gave it like a D rating, and it was like the worst coaching hire out of the entire carousel. And if I, it's, I, it's oh the same guy, couldn't I'm disagree. How dare that guy? He's got, I
0: don't know, there's like a guy on there that like rates all the transfers and me. coaching hires and there's stuff. A lot of guys that do that, but I just
1: couldn't. I don't know. I thought it was terrible. I hated that ranking. But
2: um, if we're gonna talk worst college football tiktok personalities we could probably go all night but number one's got to be i don't know what his name is off the top of my head but he's always wearing sunglasses and colorado gear and he has like a background and he just tees people up i don't know his name but you'll see him once you see him you'll know because he's got he's always got the dion sunglasses on and a colorado hat and then he has a score prediction i've never seen him get one even close to right so not a ball knower all right let's jump to the next hire jp finish it off for me ken Thank you, JP. Uh, Navy's head coach, the option-heavy head coach. He will take the spot of Brennan at San Jose State. He said he's not going to run the option. So we'll see what kind of new head coaching gig he puts in, but it'll be a new scheme even to him maybe. But what do you guys take away from this one? Obviously, it's a lesser spot, so just quickly. But what do you take away that he's not going to run the option at his new school?
0: I think he's a winner. I I just think he's – made a good uh, program at Navy, even better, sustained that success. COVID hit, kind of got weird, right? So let's just see how he does it on the West Coast where things – I'm not going to say if like COVID hit again, California would be just as locked down as the Naval Academy was. But yeah. there are situations where I think he's a really good fit. Anywhere you can put this guy where he has a chance to win and a good culture, I think it's a big fit for San Jose State. And they want to stay atop the Mountain West amid, or amid all this movement that's a program that thinks they should be up there.
2: Reese, we're talking Navy so I got to go to you. What do you think on this? Do you you like that he's leaving? What what do you think?
3: Guy couldn't handle the Black Knights taking it to him this year, bud. Sorry, <laughs> go somewhere else. Try to get me about a triple option every year, bud and go somewhere else. Go out somewhere warmer. Well, he got the can at he actually got the can at Navy last
1: year. The new head coach took over this year, but I mean, he still couldn't beat the black Knights.
2: He wasn't he wrong. Could, he he couldn't, didn't beat him. He didn't he beat be him be
1: his last year. I'll, I'll give him that. But I mean, at that low of a level at San Jose state to not like get somebody from just like within and a guy who's actually wanted a G five level. I mean, that's kind of gotta be a win. You could have worse hires. You just promote an OC or an offensive. There assistant. are definitely
2: worse hires out there. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like a Texas high school football coach. Like that wouldn't have been <laughs> shocking, but it would have been significantly worse. <laughs> So that's out there. Okay, let's go to the next one. Tommy Reese, a name that floated in the Alabama realm for, I don't know, 25 minutes. He is now taking a job in the NFL for the Cleveland Browns. He will coach the tight ends. That is TCU's old offensive coordinator. What do we think about this? Do we like it? Notre Dame's
0: offensive
3: coordinator. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Notre Dame. Yeah, close enough. But
2: close
0: not really. TCU all, is right. like Alabama and Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, Riley. It's good. It's good. It's that good of a program. I
2: mean, they were in the national title last year, sort of, kind of. They were there, but they didn't play. <laughs> they smile. were there. Um,
0: <laughs> saw them there. What,
2: Let's go to Jake on this. Jake, do you like guys jumping in the NFL?
1: Sometimes they don't work out. I think he kind of saw the door. I mean, obviously, DeBoer bringing in Grub, and we talked about it last week. I didn't know how the dynamic was going to fit with those three guys in the same room With, because I thought they, like, and maybe I just read it wrong or I read it somewhere where the, I thought they gave him a bigger promotion. Like he was like yeah, assistant to the head so. coach or something like that. Uh, so I didn't know how that was going to work because you knew DeBoer was going to bring grub with him. So it's probably good for him to get out. Interesting job that he took. I don't know if I necessarily saw him as a tight ends coach in the NFL. Um, thought he'd probably try to go find another OC job somewhere, but I mean – Maybe maybe Iowa's not paying as much as as the Browns are.
0: I don't nothing know. Like, I, I feel like Iowa's going to make a throw a pretty penny at somebody if they get the right one.
2: Nothing like the spot of just Cleveland, Cleveland just power. being eye opening. Like that's where I got to be. That's the next move for me <laughs> in my career. Those is, Brown Hamlets do something Ohio. for me. They, they had a successful year, so we'll see. Maybe. He just wants a playoff spot. They're okay with that. Okay, let's go to the next one. Jim Harbaugh took the second interview with the Los. Oh my god, I almost said Los. Uh, I almost said San Diego, but Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously, this is a big time move because if that were to happen, the transfer portal would blow wide open again. What if this happens? Is, do you guys expect it to, or
0: would it shock you? Uh, well, I think he's gone. Wow, I, I'm pretty sure there's like rumors is coming from NFL sources and all these guys that are saying he's working on a deal like right as we talk right now so and it's what tuesday night like I, yeah. we might we're not on social media at this exact moment he might have already signed the deal i think that's how close this is and that, and to your other point is it open season on him that's what i was going to i was going to back you up on that jordan like i don't possibly. think it's got to be I, the higher right it's it depends on the higher
1: they, they lost... Well, if they promote more, which I think they should do. I don't think it's even a consideration at this point. They definitely got to promote more. The guy cried for him
3: on national television. They better, oh. him, for God's sakes.
0: <laughs> you would have thought the guy like just survived cancer, 15
3: love bullet wounds,
0: the way he was crying. Really? Oh, my God. Joe more drives me nuts sometimes. Just that
1: but guy. To your second point, Parks, like JP was saying, I don't think the portal's going to explode like you saw with the Nick, Nick Saban news. I would say that You'll see maybe a couple of guys go, but I think that's all of the reason why you promote more to kind of keep those guys around that they recruited and and are familiar with. I mean, for God's sakes, they played four games this year with him as the head coach anyways. So what's really anything different next year? Um, We'll kind of go into consideration when we talk about our top 10 later in the show, but I don't think it's as catastrophic as the Saban news. Like, It's kind of like you said, good is done, and I don't think it'll be that big enough. after I, re-
3: I really don't get it, like why, when you finally get your program to a perennial or not, a, a, you just won the national championship, you can make them a perennial powerhouse year in a year out. I don't know why you leave to go like you already did the NFL thing. I'm not sure because, like, look at look at what Nick Saban came back at Alabama, look what he mm-hmm. built, look at like if Kirby's smart, what he's building in Georgia, like, I just don't understand the allure. Cause like, you're already making more money than you already know what to spend with my, my man. Like, you're making millions of dollars as a coach at in, in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan. You just want a national title. Like, I just don't see the allure of wanting to go do something different. Like, unless you're worried about the sanctions you're going to face next year for your cheating thing, if there's more stuff that comes out with it. But, like, I just don't get the allure to, I, go, to go to I mean, get you have Justin Herbert. I think there's back. like three I that, reasons, there's I to be like
0: three reasons. I think, there's go ahead, one. There's
1: I like the one. one. Reason. What do you think it is? Could you say he's the greatest coach of all time if he goes and wins a Super Bowl? I mean, nobody's no. ever stop. won a college football.
3: Stop. No. Stop. Oh,
2: stop. man. Has no. ever, everybody – hey,
1: no. What did he already be in that conversation? Have you ever – does any other coach won a Super Bowl or a college football national championship? Am I, I, has I James, stop. any stop. other stop.
2: coach stop. won a college football national championship with this many allegations over their head?
0: There's that's got to
2: go point. into the factor, Jake, right? That's
0: too much. He's not won – <laughs> No. Stop. I don't.
3: I don't. I don't know.
0: Is he not? Okay.
3: He's got I, retracting. I got. He's a, retracting. No, I'm not.
1: I'm not counter. I but I do. He's got to. He's got to go mind. win
3: eight, or he's got to go win
1: seven Super Bowl
0: titles. But no, I, I think it has to do with worried about the NCAA. He's been battling the last three years for unnecessary reasons. Maybe he feels he hit his his goal. Like you want a national title, you're alma mater. I think that's up there. And then what if he wants an easier schedule? He doesn't have to worry. About this crazy schedule, college coaches have to deal with. Like, you get more off time, you get an off season, you have the ability to be with your family, your ability to go do other things. Same money. Maybe he, maybe he hates recruiting. Maybe he hates certain parts of it. Right? Like, there are things that I think allure people to the NFL, but but you don't think he's chasing a legacy
1: like what he left? Maybe in the he, has a legacy. he might be. He, he has might be. Legacy. But you phrased One it as this guy is, a, a is a literally
0: match. Nick Saban and Don Shula type good. Like, he's not. Like, he's good. He's damn good. He's not one of the greatest of all time. I think he's, he's don't really, running you away. Really,
1: you really don't think he is? Like, he's when not, it's all said and he's 10, not 15,
0: I will never look at those two the exact same way. One's when got seven at two different schools, and one has a single one and a Super Bowl appearance. I think there's no better Just because you don't know. In the modern stop. day
1: of football, especially in the college level with the transfer portal era, he's dominated the last three years. I'm just saying he could go back to the
3: NFL and fly. Tom, and then this he conversation's just won over. One national title he got well, ran the last two. Time
0: too.
4: But well, what, what happened the, the last two years, years they that. were in? They got ran. three
3: straight college they by... football playoffs. They also got yeah, but they they didn't fucking saying they ran it. They didn't run it, dude. They got ran in those games. They got demolished by Georgia. Top... And they got beat by, was... by
1: TCU. Michigan was a top five consistent program in college football for the last three or four years. There's no yeah, ar- if I you mean, want to say if you say run it, I mean they got to
3: win. They got to win at like Georgia. Yeah, Jakey, you are all, you're you're making a
0: point, and then we'll battle it, and then you just softly come off that point to like where we no, think I, it's cooler. Like, if
3: water. he if I'm he sticks at it, Michigan and Michigan wins is. two two or three more, then I would say yes, he's running it, but he is not running it.
0: He's not it's, one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm not gonna. I'm not
1: saying he is right now. I'm saying what, and it's all said. If he none.
0: does, we can have the conversation. Dude, it doesn't he's me, still got boat. ten
1: or fifteen more years left of coaching.
0: Maybe you don't know that. Maybe he's so done
1: after the five. Why
3: not stay at the end? The NCAA. It, I feel, are we missing the fact? You you
2: are we missing the fact that it could just be, simply be running away from your allegations, till it all slows down. You get nothing taken away from you. Like, is it possibly on the table for this Michigan team three years from now if this ever settles for them to be like, oh yeah, we're not getting you a national championship or Reggie Bush strip it away from this school? Like, would him going to the NFL not slow things down and just? taper off of, well, he was there. They won it. They were good. It could simply just be that. or is Yeah, I think
0: schools wait out the NCAA all the time. Like, yeah. See how long it takes for them to jump to conclusions and go through processes of actual allegations. It takes forever. It takes years. They can wait them out and just play. I don't know what you're talking about. For another five, six years, and nothing's going to happen. So, like,
3: if he leaves, they bring back Connor Steins. That's who they should bring back. That's who they need to bring back. (laughs) Jake, That's what do you he's think He's already
0: about got a job elsewhere. You, you
3: Kirby think Kirby
1: Smart, Smart is still I I'd above? I'd never say he's the best co- coach in college football. I agree. Kirby Smart's probably the best coach in college football right now. But you guys are, like I, I said, when it's all said and done in 10 years from now, the guy, you can't deny, he wins everywhere he's gone. They I agree. mean, for God's Nobody sake, he turned didn't. into Stanford into a national championship contender. Like, what are we talking about here? I'm not We're talking about not you saying coach. he's one of the
0: greatest of all time. Yeah, like I'm I would never put him be. on the same
2: level of Nick Saban. He
1: could be the one of the great. He could be an easily top ten, cop, just football coach in general of all time. That's we'll have to write this. Why one is out. that a crazy take? The way like you, you initially
0: it. said it is like I think it's crazy. Yeah, top four. You said top, like you came off so strong that you were thinking top four. Like no argument. This guy's Mount Rushmore. This guy's like placing at the Olympics type good.
1: Like I said, I think he's got ten or fifteen more years left. The guy consistently wins every single place he goes. I mean, if he continues to just like if he goes, if he can turn around, well, even the Chargers or even the Bears, what? How is it not a top ten coaching
0: job in in football? Jake, you just keep changing your point. We got to move on. <laughs> we got to move on. Yeah, <laughs> kids,
2: moving the goal, so we're gonna move the topic. Let's go to the he random. I'm not. He's moving the goal a little bit little bit okay let's go to a different topic i'm not sure who put this in the document we have it laid out on on the schedule we're going to talk about it somebody in here has a million dollars this idea shark tank style you got six people in here willing to offer their money at it
0: pitch whatever you got my initial thought process was like when you guys go to sports bars to watch games what's your biggest pet peeve like what drives you nuts when you go to sports bars
2: um not correct seating like if the if the tables are not in good views of good tvs like you always get that one or two spot
0: that's kind of in the corner yeah where you can't see okay that was one of mine that was one of mine i always say space for bigger groups than more than like six if you don't have like your own room, like more than six, it's like impossible in most. If parts.
2: you're if you're hearing this, by the way, drop a comment on what you hate about watching sports at a sports JP's bar. Here was my a golf idea.
3: simulator, but it's a bar for what did you friend. say? You what just, did you say? Hold on. What you get your you own, own room. Wrong.
1: Go ahead. what you say, sorry. Jake? I'm re-asking the question. Did you say what's your, what's the worst part about watching sports at a sports bar, or just what's the or worst the part the about sports or the bar itself, or worse?
0: Yeah, yeah, both, both. I would
1: say. I don't know. I mean, depending where you go, I mean, just some of the people there are probably really that's what annoying. You're definitely Jake, you just
2: don't it. like people. That's that's a very fair. yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a got, big, that's a I'm big not color color.
1: With you there. Contrarian. But,
2: uh,
0: why, why, JP? What's your idea? What do you got for us? You gonna fix my problems? So so I was at the movie theater the other day, right? And we were watching a movie. What if like you have to get a movie theater? Off? Oh, you, sometimes you can watch them at home, Maurice. Do you ever think of that? What are do you doing so, at movie theater? I'm about to tell Sorry, you. Sorry, continue I'm. on. <laughs> I need to mute. <laughs> this is hilarious. Anyway, so do you know how those tear us off at the nicer ones? Like they have levels and they have servers that come around now? You set it up like that. You tear us off this sports bar or this movie theater or whatever you want to call it, right? It's the same size screen, same sound, maybe a little quieter. So you could talk with like high tops on those instead of recliners. And you could stand and watch a game and it's terraced off. So nobody's in front of you. You can fit 10, 15, 20 people on these terraces. You can rent the floor, have servers come to you all the same, but it's like in a movie theater style.
1: Don't, don't like sports books in like
0: Vegas do this i mean, think a, so yeah it's a sports book but you can't rent out a sports book and you cannot go and just like yell and scream in a sports <laughs> book like i'm if picturing you yell it and, scream and i in a sports think book, it would look like really an good. asshole
3: i like that yeah,
2: there is awesome. there's a theater in omaha that shows all nebraska games in yeah. an actual movie theater so it's like an amc but it's a but we, family-owned one and we need like a bar setting
0: yeah you need okay, like bar so. setting no recliners high top tables high top chairs and like okay you can rent off like that one level. Does that make sense? I don't know
1: what's called. Yelling, yelling is I feel encouraged. like I feel like you would need a whole Absolutely. level,
3: though. I feel like you want like you'd want and is,
1: I'm sorry, you might have said this. Is one game playing, or is it like a sports book? Are there yeah, multiple? You games could do
0: whatever you wanted, Jake. That's the beauty yeah. of it. Because you rent it a out. Game?
3: Oh, you yeah, rent a you space. You could run it out TV. Or I like that. yeah. Or you could just show up like yep. it's a
0: bar. Like uh theater six today is showing the Iowa game. It's just like a bar. Act like it's a bar. You go I'm a branding
2: guy. What would you call it?
0: Know, here's, i haven't even
2: thought about it here's
1: the problem <laughs> that's, that's bad though, jp is like <laughs> well, we're there though unfortunately i i love this idea but we're number some one shot. it'll be it'll be mostly for football i'm assuming because like i feel like nobody's gonna go to this sports bar type deal on a wednesday night in january in to watch the nba but like 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 very special events the like tournament.
3: what are you talking about <laughs> <The> saturdays and <laughs> sundays like so,
0: no, but I—that's
3: it, what I'm saying.
0: Like, maybe it's not a standalone bar. That's all it does. But it's a segment of the movie theater, right? That is just for that, and they open it to that on the weekends. I guarantee the first four days of the NCAA tournament would be triple what you usually make on a normal week of movies. That's probably you could fair. find a way to edit plus, it plus food, but you gotta cover all the food plus beer. Plus mm-hmm. your tip to your servers because they're awesome, they're angels that bring you a beer. You don't have to run around for it because you're in this section that they serve.
2: What if you're somebody like most who doesn't have 10 to 20 friends to rent out a place? Is it open to the public unless yeah. rented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a
0: bar. You just walk okay. in there and pick a spot. You can rent off a, a reservation section or terrace. Like yep. But you can also show up to a bar and just play like a bar and stand wherever the hell you want. There's a spot two for things- lonely
3: Iowa. Hawkeye fans to go hang out.
0: Yeah. Two things that
2: came to mind uh when I'm talking about things that I hate at sports bar. One, people cheering against my team or against my bet. There's nothing worse that happens oh, all the time in college those people
0: suck in general. So let's say yeah.
2: so. I don't like those. Get rid of them. Um, and then the second one is also when you're at a bar, like I, I don't know what the best way to explain it, but the service sometimes comes at the worst times possible and you feel like an asshole. Like there should be some sort of rule where it's like you don't come to my table when they're in the middle of a play. Cause you ever had that happen where a middle of a play is happening and oh, your waitress is asking you a question tough, or picking man. something up and you're yeah, like, they're not I made mean, something no up that. and you just don't say thank you. Or you just or, look around them and don't
0: acknowledge their existence. I wonder if they take offense to that. The only like staff problem I usually have is when they don't know how to work their own TVs and they won't change. Like, oh yeah. This the 2014, or like this Euroleague soccer that's on at 1230 in the afternoon on a Saturday in the September. It's, Ma'am, I need you to shut off the soccer, turn on college football, because there's one total person in here watching that.
2: I or when your TDs are off and one game, one game's like 10 seconds ahead, but it's in the same bar and it's the same game. I don't understand that. Like it's the same service providers and just showing it on a different I don't get that. So fix yes, that. Jacob? That's another big fix.
1: I got a question off of off of Nate's kind of switching it just a little bit. I know JP and Parks can relate to this a little bit. Reese, I don't know how much as you because you're not as crazy and stupid as much as we are uh, but Jordan? say iowa nebraska iowa state they're playing in the national championship where would you rather watch the uh the game at i'll give you three options uh number one is a watch party at a bar so it's yeah. open to the public you know it's going to be all fans of your team number two would just be a watch party of your friends maybe you go over to a friend's house maybe you do one you're in charge of all the food and stuff number three and you guys might know where I'm standing on this, Would you rather just watch it by yourself or with like two people. You don't have to, you, you know, you're going to be stressed out. You're not, you're not going to want to get inside conversations. None of that kind of stuff. You might just want to focus on the game.
2: I've always said that I would rather watch it at the actual venue. If it wasn't in a specific place. Like I always said, if Nebraska ever made the national title, it was in new Orleans. I'm not going, I'd rather watch it by myself. Like, if it's in an absolute shithole dump where I can't enjoy myself, if they were to win it outside, then there's no shot. I'm going. So I would go in person unless it's in a bad place, which New Orleans is the worst place in America. If you,
1: if you not, know that. but I'm sorry, like the tickets are five grand. We're not going to the. Yeah, I'm not paying, paying five those, grand those. Ticket. Those unless, three options. I unless you're part of the, of the
0: NIL it. collective and they give you some discount tickets. Now we'll talk. Now we'll talk.
3: Also, like, I think
0: if it's a big, big game, like if we're playing for a Big Ten title or if we're playing in a college football playoff Mm -hmm. game, the 12-teamer that's coming up, I'd personally like to be around people who care as much as I do. Like, I don't want to go to a sports bar and deal with Sally and Josephine and (laughs) Ted that watch two games a year, then are super fans all of a sudden because the game's going on and things are going poorly and they're not watching until something cool happens and then they love it, right? Like, um. I get it. That's why the sports bars exist, but I want to be around people who care as much as I do. So I think there are bars like that, but at somebody's house, watch party. Like if I had a kick-ass garage or a kick-ass basement for this, I think it'd be perfect.
2: Like J great point from the commenter JT great point. The casuals at a bar. If you hear a casual throw out a take 98% of the time they are like they don't even make sense. It's like they've never JP watched loves a game before. The
3: Iowa football games. JP loves the casual Iowa football games. You,
2: it's always the old people sitting behind you. It's never anybody that's in front of you that you can just kind of give the shitty look for, or like you got to give the look behind because there's such bad takes, especially Nebraska games where they're, all the fans are 80. Dude, there are some awful takes out there. That's a great point. What about you, Jake? What would you do? You about you got to was... be in. At your I by was, yourself,
1: he's an at home. Yeah, guy. I know. I was leaning, leaning like, yeah, watching it with like two other, three other people. But I'd probably like, I'm assuming somebody would throw a uh, something at their house and I'd probably go there. No chance I'm going to a ball. But though. if we
0: lose, I'm leaving immediately and this is no longer a party. You're having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's before. true. Uh, how much am I drinking? Do I have to drive? And
1: yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> It'd have to be the type of people that understand like an Irish goodbye move if it gets to be a two or three score game. Like I don't want to tell you that I'm leaving. If it were to not go, and don't right.
3: pay your tab either, just walk out. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> somebody pick that up. Somebody, I'm go. I got that guy. Looks like he's having me. a rough
2: day. <laughs> All right, we we tangented on that, yeah. but that was a very good idea, JP. I would watch a game at that bar. I would rent it out if I could find that many friends. Let's jump to the most important part of the episode: our way too early top tens in college football for 2024. Obviously, a lot of these are going to be based off the transfer portal, coaching mm-hmm. hires. Things like that. And there are some teams in weird spots. I think a lot of you guys are going to be shocked at where we have some of these teams. JP has the graphics up and ready. We are going to start with, JP, who you got ready to go? You got myself. Okay. Absolutely. I'll, just, I'll just let you guys breathe that in. And then you can fire away at me. I could be crazy, but I, I see. I've seen what I've seen. And I think this is correct. So, I mean, breathe it in. I think Texas is putting together a great class. They get returning. Yeah. Parks just go viewers. one
0: like through it all. Just explain your thought process through the whole thing and how you actually ranked them. Like, are you going off potential, what they'll be at the end of the year, what they are right now? Like that stuff. Just go through it. A lot of
2: the a lot of the stuff for me with transfer portal hype. I dive way too into just the talent these athletes that they're getting have. I mean, they could fit poorly, but just where they're at right now, I think Texas is already a team that finally hit that performance that we expected them to with the talent that they had i think they're just adding on to that at the wide receiver position so i think they deserve to be the number one team in the country and that hurts to say in my bones jake you could probably relate to that but that hurts to say out loud um ohio state no does it hurt jake you can chime in
1: doesn't really i'm kind of over the whole texas hating thing it's they're moving to the sec it's beyond i'm just kind of over it i don't have get him
2: out (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, Ohio State at two. I think this is probably the best transfer class I've ever seen. I think it's better than Ole Miss, and that could be a hot take. I think that the the pieces that they've got are unreal on offense, and they fit every need that they needed to get. I mean, they could use a couple of O-line pieces, but they're going to get those most likely. They spent $13 million from their collective to get these players, so why would they not be the number two team in the country? They just got all that talent. Georgia's Georgia. I think they could have probably won the national title last year and beat Michigan if they were to get in that college football playoff. So I'll put them at three. Obviously they're going to have their talent. Oregon. I love the fits that they've gotten. I think Dylan Gabriel, you want to talk about experience. He's got it about everywhere and anywhere. So I, I think Dan Lanning's ducks are the number four team in the country. If that was the four at college football playoff at the end of the year, I would not be shocked. I really wouldn't. Um, if Harbaugh leaves, I'll just address that quick from Peyton. No. I would probably put them somewhere in the top 15, just talent-wise, but with that drastic of a change in the emotion that that team played with just when he wasn't playing, I don't know what they would be or what would change scheme-wise for them. So probably not. I'd probably put them at like 12 or 14, hmm. um, depending on who he leaves. I mean, <laughs> shit, come on. He's not about you said goat. You said goat. Yeah. That's a big difference. Let's make sh- um, let's
3: make Shiver a T-shirt.
2: Mizzou at seven. I love where this program's going. I love Drinkwitz and what he brings to that team. Um, I think they're in a good spot. They return a lot, and they've added some pieces. They had a good transfer, uh, not a good transfer class, but a good high school recruiting class. So I think that they're going to develop these guys, and some of them could be immediate impacts. They have some good transfers coming in as well, though. Notre Dame at eight. I think Riley Leonard could be an answer. I think they they got some good returners. I know there's one from Omaha who's coming back, Xavier. Oh my God! Mets, Based on his Watts, last name, Watts. Watts. Thank you, Xavier Watts, the Omaha native. He's going back, so they got some good pieces back. I trust Marcus Freeman. I think this is kind of the year that he needs to establish him. But how many times have college football personalities gotten bit in the ass by putting Notre Dame in their preseason every top year? Ten. So just add me in that list. Penn State. I don't know, man. Why not? That it's a team that I watch play. Uh, in The, the bowl bigger game. why We're not?
0: The, the bigger why not is your ten.
2: Yeah, that's true. Bama's like, Bama is like,
0: Bama. You
4: might be DeBoer's able to a winner
2: them
0: in the top 10.
2: Fair enough, but DeBoer is a winner. Bama's Bama. Facilities, money. They've got to be able to replace those parts, right? They've got to be think? able to in that the top of the conference. Like, I, w- I don't think it'll be a drastic drop-off to where I see them losing to Tennessee. Like I, I still think that this is going to be Alabama, and I, I trust yeah. Kalen DeBoer. He's a winner through and through it we've already talked about a coach that's done that way so th- those are my top 10 i think i skipped Ole miss but one of the best transfer classes in the country right next to ohio state at five i'm very very high on them you, so i well, like Park's Ole Miss.
1: interesting point that like justin brought up in the comments here like i like your top 10 i actually agree with pretty much every one of it but we'll probably get a trend here notice how we didn't have an acc team or a big 12 team in there and presumably there will be a automatic bid next Good year point. Until, they, until they change it so there are going to be a lot of teams in that top 10
0: that probably we get can give our ACC yeah, bid to notre dame we can give our our uh our way early 12 team playoff as well like here coming up i think we're going to wait a little bit to do we're going to go conference by conference we've done power rankings for the big 10 we just finished up today we'll push pitch those in like next week the week after episode but, Jake, you just talked about how you agree with a ton of it. Like, talk through yours a little bit. You don't have to go team by team or anything, but like where you agree with Parks, where you disagreed with Parks, like what's different about yours? Cause you also have Alabama in here at nine. Yep. And I think
2: good
1: man. Uh, I'm pretty sure Parks in different orders, we have the same top five. So we do. Um, I, number one, it's got to be Georgia. Um, I just don't even think there's an argument there, just based on everybody they return bring back your coach. Um, they've got enough pieces in the portal where kind of just serviceable. They, they didn't really have to go out and get a bunch of people They that's one of the teams that they've just bring back a ton of production um, from last year. I, we're going to use that word a ton during the off season, but honestly two through five is all based on the transfer portal, at least in the winter cycle. And a lot could change come spring when the spring cycle and the spring window opens. But um We'll talk about it eventually when we talk about our transfer portal rankings, but you look at Ohio State. Um, I probably had Texas ahead of them up until they got downs. Uh, even Junkins, for me, didn't put them at two until they got uh, downs. They even got saying, I know he might not even start next year, but just some of the pieces that they add kind of convinced me. And also a lot of guys that said they're coming back. You got Henderson, uh, Emeka Buka, and and a bunch of dudes. I think – is Tua Maloa coming back as well, JP? Is that confirmed? I don't, I'm not 100% sure if he's going to the draft, but I know a lot of the other pieces on defense will be returning. Texas, for me, um, they're filling every skill position possible, replacing Worthy. Um, I think they're replacing Whittington, AD Mitchell. Oregon, uh, I think Dan Lanning's one of the best coaches in college football. They got Evan Stewart. He's probably a top five transfer portal guy for me. Um, they replaced Nick's with a quarterback who's got a ton of experience. We've talked about Ole Miss's transfer portal additions. Uh, I think it was Peyton who asked earlier about Michigan, and I wanted to put an asterisk on when I submitted this to JP when he was filling out the graphic. I, it's it's no it's a no, no brainer for me. No, answer. this team, this team is this team is clear and cut. Uh, probably number thirteen or fourteen. Um, once Harbaugh puts pen to paper next week. But for now, we'll put it on if we if the season started tomorrow. Seven, eight, nine. Um, I'm gonna trust the brand of Alabama. We're gonna have to wait and see. Maybe they can retain everybody else on the roster. Uh, they still have their quarterback back. I think they still have five or six starters on that offense. Missouri brings back Cook, um, Luther Burden, and I'm pretty sure Cody Strader. Some of the most productive offensive players in all of college football. That's hard to keep them out. Plus, a good defense. So, and then last, but I think this one's the most interesting is Florida State. I wanted to mix it up. I kind of did. If the season started tomorrow, but also I had to give some sort of end of season prediction too. I had to throw something in there. I think Florida State yeah. will be the best team in the ACC once again. I think that's going to be your ACC winner. I just I'm like I've said if you've listened to the show before, I am absolutely done with Dabo. You just—if you're going to be that ignorant, you deserve to fall off. I think Norvell has just done a tremendous job grabbing pretty much every Alabama player through the transfer portal. They picked up DJ Uyunglele. I think he's a good replacement for Jordan Travis. I don't know if it's an upgrade, but at minimum, it's pretty much the same player. Uh, and then I, I think that they will—I haven't looked at their ACC schedule for next year yet—but I think they're going to have no problem. I think this is a top 10 team. But when it's all said and done.
0: Uh, I'm not that much different, like honestly, on mine here. I'll whip mine up here, but I did not have Florida State in mine. I don't think me neither. I I don't. Yeah, I don't think you did either, Reese. But it wasn't necessarily like a knock on Florida State, right? I thought the top tens for most of these, like the spots for these teams, was earned. Like I have LSU in mine. I haven't seen LSU on anybody's quite yet. Um, Georgia, I think is just as talented as you're going to get. I don't think they same um, top
2: five here as well as Jake and I,
0: yeah, it, it should move much. I don't think right. Like they, all these teams have improved in the off season, right? You go through Ohio state and what they've brought in and didn't lose. You go through what Texas brought in and didn't lose. Right. Um, Oregon, Ole Miss, Georgia, Michigan is going to be the one. So it's just a kind of a crazy concept on this, um, one thing I will say is, as my dog chews one of my fucking game cases, this is incredible, <laughs> by the way.
3: This is absolutely incredible. Cowboy, not, I, saw him, I saw him, him lurking JP, around back Cowboy there. Cowboy has J.P. <laughs> rattled right now.
2: Yeah, he does.
3: Or does Fiddle in here? Not, Guys, if you don't know, that's Cowboy. He's a great dog uh, when he wants to be. but He's he a sociopath. A but yeah. looking at what this top 10, can chew
1: everything? this is level 10 shock.
0: Like,
3: like, worst he's ever been.
0: This is this is brutal. Like this is <laughs> Put him in a padded room. So I love you, Cowboy. Um, but I think another thing I put into this is quarterbacks, right? Like Ohio State's the one exception in this situation, top five-wise, where I'm like, what's really the answer at quarterback? And I think we would think it's Will Howard. Um, you could look at Julian Sane and say maybe he gets a shot at it. Maybe somebody else that's already on campus really um, extends everything. It gets better and takes that job from him, but I'm not sure. But Beckett uh at georgia you got we'll just go with howard to ohio state you have yours at texas you got a proven winner in dylan gabriel at oregon in an offense that's high flying jackson dart at ole miss right michigan this is the first part where i'm kind of like i you know i don't know i don't know what we're going to do here they i don't think they know quite where they'll go with it they had guys get snapped uh the orgy or orby i can't remember how to say his name uh but he got snaps throughout hopefully not uh, orgy the year it's, it's definitely sure it's orgy cool. Yeah, oh, yeah hopefully say, yeah. it's mean, exactly orgi. O r g i, o r j j i, or g g i. Either way, yep. But Penn State, you have Ollie. You got to make sure he takes a step forward. They've kind of gotten a little bit better in some spots. They're trying to make a receiving room better than it's been. LSU, I just think is doing the right things. Brian Kelly is cons- like consistently built the way he wants it to be. They've got to get way better on defense. He addressed that immediately. They need to make sure Nussmeier is comfortable with playmakers around him. They've done that as well. Leonard at Notre Dame. I just think if you're Notre Dame and you have to deal with an ACC schedule that's already not great, that's the best ACC team there is out there. Um, I think Leonard's going to be a great fit for them. Missouri, return everybody, prove it to me again. We, every year we see somebody that wins 10, 11 games, um, and next year they don't. So I just want to see it. It's a prove it for Missouri for me, but that's my 10. And I think. I could be swayed to add somebody else in here that's not in here. I could be move Michigan to 10 and Missouri to six. And if you could argue that with me, like I'm open to moving any of these. Kind of back to the
1: Michigan thing. I think, Like I said before, assuming Harbaugh leaves, that's a team like kind of like TCU, right? Not, not entirely. Obviously, they recruit way better than TCU did to kind of repeat coming off of their championship appearance last year. But wouldn't that be a team at, would they put TCU last year, 17th? 16th or something like that doesn't michigan probably fall back to that to that area and arguably does michigan maybe fall to eight and four and miss the top 25 i don't know that's maybe something to kind of look after but more so washington could do the same
2: there's it depends it depends on who clears so out teams
0: I could have put in the 10. Like six to ten or five to ten, actually, I think you could throw at anybody, and I don't have a real gripe with it, which is why Florida State out of you, Jake. Uh parks you and Jake both have an Alabama there. I don't really have it. I, I don't think Alabama's the top 15 right now. Like they are not in my top 15 right now. They'd be lucky so, to crack the top 20 at this moment. I was gonna like, s- why would you? You're just going off a brand built by a guy who's not there. Completely different face on it. All your stars are gone for the most part, right? Like that is not a top twenty, top fifteen team right now. Going, I would say going, going off of that,
1: I don't think. And I thought about this before when we were in the process of making this. I don't think Washington's a top twenty-five team for me. I mean, they Absolutely lost twenty at twenty-two starters. Fish didn't bring over anybody from Arizona to even help. Um, that's a team that run back. I think could maybe Jonah go Coleman back. say running back. You, I was going to say one guy who, I mean, he had 850 yards last year. That's fine. But now he's going to be a top back in in the Big Ten. Yeah, that's true. I just don't see it.
2: It's a tough place to be a good back. I I don't have a problem with J.P.'s list. I think it's good. I think I was surprised. I thought I was going to be the only one that had Missouri on these, to be honest with you. I didn't think anybody
0: else was going to have them crack. I thought they'd be just outside on your guys' end. But it it helps to see where Reese has got. After Jake brought that up and started talking their schedule and just kind of looking at it, you're kind of looking at it like uh, there's no way they don't start close to the top 10. right? Schedules a
1: cakewalk. They killed the transfer portal. They bring back their top three guys in yards, rushing, passing, and receiving.
2: There we go. Penn State bomb. There you go. In there. In there for you.
3: I mean, you guys talked about everything so far. You see, I still have Bama in my top five because, yeah, you're saying he it's it's the it's the program. It is what it is. You guys mentioned before, It's still Alabama. It's Caleb DeBoer. The guy went 104 and 12. Like the guy. If you think Alabama's not going to be in at the end of the year, you're crazy. And now he's got Jalen Milrow. Great, and he's not Michael Penix, yeah. but he's still we still with Ryan Grubb. Still going to be competitive. I just don't know how you keep Alabama out of your top ten. There's still there's still a name everybody know. What do you
0: mean? It was really easy for me. I obviously you I, look at it differently than I do. And it's
3: January. The tail here.
0: JP's got him outside the top fifteen, but
1: I'm Reeves saying I, in the but there's no playoff.
0: reason he can't be right either. Because if you look at it, it depends how you see this team and how you really interpret DeBoer and Grub and all these guys and what like how does that build? And it's January, so like maybe he's completely right. We just haven't seen it yet, and he expects it to grow and just get better and better. I yeah, don't guy, see it guy, that way that
3: fast. The guy hasn't been there a full year yet. I mean, also look at what Washington, except for JP here, we all didn't think Washington was going to be what they were. So DeBoer is fine with everybody doubting him, and he can just find a way to keep winning ball games. Um, but then other teams that I you mentioned here before, Notre Dame, uh, they went and got a new offensive coordinator guy from LSU. Um, LSU was the top scoring offense last year in college football. And then Penn State also brought in a new offensive coordinator um, from Kansas. Um, to try to fix some of the things with that offense looking stagnant when they're playing the bigger teams, your Michigan, and your Ohio State. So, um, and then Ole Miss, you got to throw in there just because of the uh, the guys are bringing in. It's you can't, you don't know what the talent's actually going to do just yet. You haven't seen them actually play, but to keep them out of your top ten, I think they're a team that's just going to be in at the end because of all the talent they're bringing in, and you have Jackson Dart, a guy who has proven to be a competitor. And if Lane Kiffin can get him to be even better, I think it's going to be just fine. And then Missouri too, you guys can mention they bring back all those guys. And they also brought you in Marcus the, Carroll from, from Georgia What I was gonna say you have Missouri the highest out of all four of us.
0: He does. He also has and Ohio they brought, State they, the lowest. He yeah. brought
3: back some studs. I Ohio, Ohio State, I'm just a little more lenient on. I just don't know. Yeah, Ohio, you, let's, guys, let's defend, you, you guys you guys talking about it too, like, Ohio State, State at eight is wild. <laughs> but is Will Howard that much better than Kyle McCord? No, but I think it's the same that's thing. And point. they were a
1: top, and they were, a top they line. would and tell you he's, he's gone and then they, compared to Kyle. Didn't
3: they just lose to a Missouri team 14 to three in a cotton bowl? Yeah. But here's the deal I think
1: he's Will Howard's not the kids from he's, South Dakota playing the same Lord, thing
3: man. as McCord.
1: Yeah. It was a true freshman. That's he, fine. That that much, is, I, that,
3: is that kid that, that much
1: better than Will Howard? That he's team is anybody. still worse a top five team. Like with Kyle McCord, you were still a top five team. I think with Will Howard, you're still going to be a top five team.
2: If there was an oh, Ohio yeah, State fan in here, they, Tell you that Kyle McCord be is so dog shit on what Will Howard's feet. They would tell you that. That's true. fair. To your face.
3: I mean, Caleb Downs, too. You know, I guess I didn't. I didn't factor in the Caleb Downs signing on the time I made this. Or he didn't even sign by the time I you this list, JP. But I guess he does train that defense. That defense is that defense is solid. Wow. <laughs> remember when did I sent you this? Absolutely, list? he had yesterday. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. Yeah. This is this is like three days ago. What are you talking about, dude? Um You could look like at the two weeks <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Listen, hey, I'm it's the most obscure I'm the outlier I'm the most on the podcast and I'm I'm going to be right some of the times not all the times but here we go boys this is where I'm right.
2: I just want the credit when I'm right. That's all yeah. it is. But okay, <laughs> that, that, that was fun. We got our top 10s in there. If you I didn't see anything cr- completely crazy that I that I hated so that was very good work on our part. Let's go to some questions that dropped in. Throughout the pod, we will go um, bottom to top just from what I'm looking at. This one comes in. I'm going to let JP address this first because he saw him live in action when he thoroughly watched Iowa play them in the Cheez-It Bowl. But what do you think about Tennessee's now not true freshman quarterback but redshirt freshman quarterback um, leading the Vols next year? Do you think they're a sleeper team in the SEC? I'm going to try to
0: practice this one. This is Nico Imaliava. Yeah, I, I, think I believe Maliaba. that's as, as, as close as I would have
2: gotten. If you notice, I would have.
0: going to leave. Okay. A... But um, this is an interesting one because I think Tennessee is part of something that Parks was working on today for a TikTok page. But it is something to pay attention to, right? Like, can you get him the right weapons on the outside? They did not really have a ton uh, this past year. If you're Tennessee, that you're really to flex your muscles about but I think what you did see is the ability for a run game to come um, without the play calls. Like it's, it's improvised. It's ability to get out of the pocket. It's ability to make plays with your feet. Now Milton can run the football. He's a big body kid, but he's not somebody who is going to change the outcome of a play that often with his feet. Right. And if he was, it didn't seem like he was consistently looking downfield um, to make plays downfield. It was put your head down, go grab four or five, keep the drive rolling. Right. I think Amaliava will be, much better at that the sec is a spot where it's no divisions again correct so we're it's top two and you get alabama every year and that's one that you have to play every year and then you probably off and on get georgia more often than not so you're gonna have to battle with a texas team uh lsu alabama to get into that game and so like can they be a top contender if we're giving top like i'd say top the top five teams in an 18 league conference is going to be right. Like that's competitive top five. Yeah. So I, I could see them being top five. My bigger question is how, how good were you we on defense again this year? We need to be mm-hmm. better. Um, they were really good, really stout unit this year. But if you, you need to repeat that and take strides forward um, on the offensive side. And I think they're just as happy with their situation as anybody across the country.
2: I like the look that he gave the Vols in the bowl game. So we'll see if he pans out. A lot of that experience comes mid-year playing the SEC. It's it tough. I mean, Iowa's a great defense, but playing those SEC teams on the road, you'll learn a lot about yourself. So it'll be interesting to see how he pans out. Another question. This one popped in mid-episode. This one goes to Jake, because Jake made the video that he put out on our TikTok. Max asks, why why isn't Audric Estame in the top five? That's just,
1: a ti- just play, time out. Your Your list was top three. Yeah, that. Thank you. That's exactly it. And he would be <laughs> in my top five. He was four or five for me. Like, damn it, Max. it's not even. That's such a bad question. I'm sorry,
0: but it's just a Notre yeah. Dame way to. Great you question, Max. On you keep on else. coming,
1: buddy. The, we love you. The three, the three guys I named: Cody Schrader, Ali Gordon, um, and Blake Corum. Those are three guys who, pretty much, changed the entire season for their teams. Like, I don't think Missouri is a top ten team without Cody Schrader. Blake Corum is his pivotal to that Michigan offense and was probably a, a huge factor of why they won the Agreed. national championship. And Ollie Gordon just turned around Oklahoma state season. I thought Audrick Estime was fantastic this year, but I think Michigan or Notre Dame still gets to to 10 wins. If he's half as productive, I don't think he was an absolute difference maker difference maker would have been probably scoring more than 10 points in that Ohio state game. Unfortunately.
2: All right, jumping into the first one that popped in before the episode even really started, and I'll address it myself. Um, will Dylan Riola be the answer at Nebraska? Who fucking knows, Nate? Come on, man, <laughs> don't put this on me this early. You know I, I I'm up at night thinking about that. I hope so. I, I hope he's uh, at least he's a step so. in the right direction. He's the number now two quarterback. Yeah, okay, rivals. I see how you did that, but now number two quarterback in the recruiting rankings. Yeah, I think I, I liked what I saw from him in the Polynesian Bowl. I think he's got quiet feet, sort of a, like a K.J. Jefferson style. Now, will that last after he gets hit a couple of times? God knows. I thought Adrian Martinez had the same look to him before he got whacked a few times. So it depends on if he can stay healthy, how he reacts. And I, I think he fits into the scheme well. But if he doesn't turn the ball over, it's a step in the right direction already. So it, it's not too much. Up, so worry, how about hold
3: there. on the <laughs> rock? Yeah.
1: How about your how about your boy, Chuba? Uh, committed to Brent Brennan and San Jose State, then decommitted, and is going tonight. to Nevada wow. now. Arguably the probably top three worst Group of Five college football. Lee Henry two point oh man, in come
3: country.
2: on. Brother's tired of sitting the bench. I got. I don't really. I don't really have a gripe towards him. I don't blame him. He's going to play there. Probably be pretty decent there. But I mean, look at Luke McCaffrey. Luke McCaffrey scoring touchdowns against Ohio State in a Nebraska football uniform, and now he's playing wide receiver at Rice. <laughs> So yeah, sometimes push, it works out for positions
0: you. though. Yeah. But he's lighting it up though. He, he is lighting it up.
2: Right? He is lighting it yep. up. So Didn't you never know it game? could work out for Chubba. Yeah, Rice. Did they win, <laughs> a, bowl they win a bowl game? Did they they did not. Game? They got absolutely Rice shit lost. lost by
0: Texas Yeah, State. I had it was Ah. Great. ah. It was great. ah. This, this is this is Bobcats.
1: That's uh that's a pretty great great question. Oh. RIP
0: I think you have to like you already put your future in, though. Nobody like you're it's gonna get like, the best number ever
3: right now. So like, I already used my
2: thing. Mike Leach tribute play. I was gonna say it's like it's like our
3: Mike yeah. Leach yep. bet, but yep. I think this holds more because it's the dog. You know, in that movie, all dogs go to heaven. Like this just means more, dude. Six, the
0: sixteen and zero is crazy how about the, to make up, by the way. how about the tweet <laughs> in the bar school
2: Longhorns
0: <laughs> account
2: of what the is? Longhorn running at Ugga? And they said, good. <laughs> <They're>
3: oh, whoop. <home.
2: laughs> yeah, oh, so I didn't see
3: that one. That. That's tough. That's rough.
2: That's, that's a, tough. a tough look on that's, Texas again. So the Texas rough. hate lives, Jake. Back yep. to your bullshit point. Texas hate is still alive and well. I, but-
0: I, see, again, I'm, I don't have Texas hate. And I am an Iowa. Sorry, I've never I, had a problem with them because we don't play them all the time. We've played them in bowl games. I don't have a problem with them. I will
1: say I don't have Texas football hate right now. <laughs> But I got Texas basketball hate, specifically Rodney Terry. Oh,
0: yeah. That that guy is is, – some sharp stuff. Oh, my
1: God. He is the worst. He's seriously the worst. You're just mad that Tyrese Hunter is lighting it up, Jake.
2: Move on. Move on. You're mad that Tyrese Hunter's going off.
1: Did you not see the the UCF game last week? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. This is great. UCF won in Austin. We'll go back to that. Um, We'll go back to that. And in the handshake line, uh, UCF guys were throwing the horns down. And Roddy Terry
3: in
1: in <laughs> the handshake line was said, "Cut that shit to the players." Like got in the players' face. Was, you're better
0: press... than that. You're better yeah. than that.
1: Yep, you're better than that. And then he went in the press conference and said, um, basically, like how he back. would coach those guys, which is like a cardinal rule: you don't talk shit on another coach's players, especially in a press conference.
2: Well, don't forget, Sark. Sark has that video clip of that TV producer like trying to hold him back during running yeah. out of the tunnel, and I'm Sark blows up that, on him. <laughs> the uh, the little Calm PEDs down, out Steve. of that, that coaching office. They're on bulk 24-7. This roid rage from the fucking Texas that coaches ass. needs to stop. But all right, let's jump to another question. Um, how successful of a career do you think Kalen DeBoer will have at Bama? Is he a Sabin or Bear Bryant type of coach? That is some big shoes to fill. I oh. think he will be successful, but only time will tell. So that would be my answer. What do you think, JP? You see a little bit of Sabin in Kalen
0: DeBoer? Could he be that? I, I understand what the question's asking. I don't like this is like the biggest shoes in the history of the world to fill. Even though dude, Jim Harbaugh this, shoes. What about what about it's I was just, about to say? What uh, about Jim Harbaugh, dude? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> this is it's just unfair. I'll, to put I'll that be taking here. calls I after think, this podcast. I I have plenty to. I have. Plenty if we're say. taking winners, guys, that win everywhere. Deboer is a guy that wins everywhere, right? Um. Does he have the ability to be very successful at Alabama? Yes. Now, what does very successful at Alabama look like in extended or expanded playoff? Bigger conferences? Is it one national title? Is it consistently in a 12-team playoff? Are you winning SEC titles every three, two, three years? I don't know what that looks like to him. Is he that type of coach? Right now, no. Can he be? Sure. I still don't know. I still don't Talk know. off to a good start. That is, that is like... Let's let's make him a Kirby Smart or a Jim Harbaugh or a I don't even know like somebody like that first. Like let's hit stepping stones. I think if he comes out and goes seven and five this year or eight and four even, I think hell's going to let loose on that poor soul and it's not even his fault. So um, I I don't know. Is he talented enough as a coach and what he's done everywhere? Proven absolutely. Will he? I don't know. That's to get to.
2: Here's a good thing to think about: to get to Nick Saban and Bear Bryant uh, win levels, he would have to go fifteen and zero for like ten years straight to get to like that number of wins. And thinking about like all the changes, transfer portal, money, yeah, you you got seven to go. So you're asking for a lot there.
1: We got to remember how hard it is to coach in modern day college football. I mean, there's literally a reason Nick Saban retired. So there was a question posed on, I think it was the cover three pod where it was like, you think bear Bryant would win six straight national championships in the modern day with transfer portal widow? Hell no. Like, so to see, for
3: a guy that's, to back even... in those days, back in those days you went to school because wherever your dad went to school, like that's, that's how you <laughs> fucking did that.
2: And that's true. And that's the same kind of thinking of like Babe Ruth wouldn't hit 200 in the modern day of baseball which is a fact, by the way, I I support that. All right, let's go to the next question. This one's addressed to Jake on Iowa state football is Rocco Beck still the guy next year, or what are you thinking on that? And there's a couple other questions to address.
1: Uh, The big 12 freshman of the year, uh, (laughs) 120,000%. He is still the guy next year. Um, JJ Cole. I mean, he's got to take enormous steps. I thought he was very uncomfortable in the pocket last year. I think he struggles to throw the football, Um, and I think he's, Rocco's got three years left probably. So, I mean, it's just a modern day of college football. I will probably assume JJ Cole hits the transfer portal if he doesn't see time next year. And I don't really expect him to barring injury or just an absolute catastrophe, but with everybody that we're bringing back, including the coaching staff, uh, yeah, unless JJ Cole is just this grinded out type of guy, uh, I just don't expect that in the modern day of college football it just is what it is. It's the world we live in now.
2: All right. That's it. That's, I don't see any more questions in the chat. I think we got to all of them. We do one click. We got, quick we got questions. our discussion question
1: before we get out of here, parks. I got, we got to ask
2: quick, quick shout to, Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. But quick shot. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you know who you are.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's answer that's, that's
2: number one A. Justin. That's answer number one A. I'm definitely gonna and we're definitely going to beat Memphis if we get there. So fuck off. That's my know, Memphis is the best Georgia group of five Southern. team next year, damn it.
1: No, You're this, this team is stopping their offense. Me.
2: But
0: that we're nah, We'd be mad. At this. That, that's that. That is the program. Two yeah, years moved from one getting A. shit pumped by Georgia Southern. <laughs> completely one different at program. A.
2: Completely A. different program now. Uh, we wouldn't have gotten beat there. All right, let's uh, let's go to the discussion topic of the week to close things up. Hopefully, we don't take up too much of your time with this. Um, but should fans be allowed to stand at live sporting events the entire time? without somebody saying anything. It's happened to everybody where somebody's standing, or maybe you are, somebody chirps you. It's actually never happened to me where somebody's chirped me, but I've definitely said something to somebody standing. But what do you guys think on this? This is a big-time question. I saw it on social media kind of floating around. But should
0: they be allowed to? JP, what do you think? The entire time seems the a entire little game. much. The entire game? A little much. But little you should be able to stand the majority of the time, right? My One of my biggest pet peeves, and this is a reason – Concert tickets weren't $15 billion to go see three artists. I'd do this more often to sit in the pit. But when you get tickets to concerts or sporting events and you're standing up more so than often and people are screaming at you for standing up, it is asinine. Like, why the shit? What?
1: I understand your your tangent, but we got we to stick to sporting events because
0: concerts are a little different. You're standing the whole time at a concert. No, you not are. true. I've been yelled at multiple times at concerts for standing. But- Sporting events, I stand quite a bit, but I am conscious of who's around me too. If there's somebody older behind me, I try not to as much. But I stand a ton, and I think that is nature of the beast. Like we're here to be a part of the atmosphere and help, help you know, as much as one does from the stands. Um, You're there, you're helping. You know what I mean, though. But I would say that's a help. Yeah, you sitting if you want to sit and just like stand and take it in and not say anything or be a part of the atmosphere, you're just taking a seat from somebody who should buy a club
2: seat, buy a club seat. If you don't want to stand up, if you don't want people, I've had people saying it's too loud or stopped screaming or
4: I got things like that. Like it's insane.
2: So I, that's I, bad. Take bad take. If you were somebody that says sit the entire game or tell somebody to sit down, watch it at home. If you care whether or not you're sitting down or standing up, watch it at home. Jake.
1: Uh, just to go off of that, so this kind of brought the attention to just made me remember a moment, and Justin, you're still watching. I don't know if you remember this too, but um, my dad was lucky enough to get uh, Iowa State club seats for one of the games. It was in 2019 when they played UNI, um, and it was like Iowa State was preseason ranked top 25 for the first time probably in school history. I don't know. It was a huge deal, a lot of hype going into it. I don't know probably you school guys history. Remember. remember how That's it ended amazing. up. Um, it was the one where Sheldon Crony fumbled it on the one-yard line in double overtime and Purdy picked the ball up and, and scored. So it was just mm-hmm. chaotic and, and nerve-wracking the entire time. Like, how are we losing to this UNI team? Anyways, we, I'm not, we're not those fans who, you know, stand on first, second, third down, middle of the second quarter type of deal. Like, I feel like I'm pretty conscious of when to stand and when to get up, big third downs, touchdowns, you name it. But anyways – this is like they've been these old people were chirping at us from second, third quarter on just anytime, Big third down. We're standing up. We're cheering. Like JP said, we're doing our part. Shut down. shit down. Overtime comes around. Same thing. And by this time, I mean, we were. He's lucky had a few pops.
4: To, yeah,
1: we didn't say anything. We we're lucky enough to just get the seats in general. Not, we It wasn't our season ticket, unlike these 90 year old shits who've been donating them
4: thousand dollars
1: not with state but it's just like it drives you nuts like that's what you do when you sit in a club seat though that's the entitlement of where you sit uh but for those who just be conscious don't be a guy who's like standing up the whole time especially if it's like a 20-point game but if it's you know stand on third down if, if it's still in the game you know yell whatever but i don't think you should be I don't think it's necessary. It's just if kind it's of close to church. A, well, you got to walk a fine
2: line. It's like church. It's just stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Like you can't be sitting down the whole game and then yell
3: at people. It depends on the game you're at too. Like, are are we, are we watching um, Iowa State U and I, or are we watching Iowa State play Oklahoma in the Big Twelve Championship? Like, what kind of game are we at? I think kind of depends on it too. Like, if it's a championship game, atmosphere, you bet your ass, I'm sitting the whole time. Like, if it's the playoffs and i'm at a, at a world series game or whatever for the cubs you bet your ass i'm standing the whole time like i ain't sitting down for that dude like i don't there's that that counts three oh i'm still on my feet like come on people like get up but like it I sporting. i think I think, I think it's situation dependent It's situation dependent
2: yes and sporting events as well like football you only got 12 games so i mean you're a little bit more inclined to maybe stay in the entire game if it comes to be a big game but like if you're standing the entire game of like Let's say an NHL hockey game, and it's game thirty-six of eighty-two. All right, <laughs> like calm down. We'll and see. NBA,
1: NBA game in the second quarter.
2: <laughs> yeah, come on,
1: so, defense.
2: So, I mean, some the seasons also Thanks. matter. JP.
0: Oh, I gave my take. I gave my take. I I just situational aware. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, be situational aware. No, I I think. If you get mad, like if you're somebody who's genuinely mad, stand up behind them. Then who cares if everybody stands the whole game? If you wanted to watch pass it, it at home, then you know you know would be standing in front of you on your couch. I'll tell you that. So watch it at home. I might, time. I might be. I stand in front of the TV
3: sometimes in a Oh, I do
2: too. But that's when I'm watching by myself. That's why I watch. You it
3: by stand myself up, to so piss can... off the guy behind you. He stands up, piss off the guy behind you, and you just pass it along. Everybody gets loud. You build, you, you build the environment.
2: Also, another it's thing, it's kind of like having a sign where you ever see like kids that have signs at games and they're just waving them around in the middle of the play. Like that would piss me off more than somebody standing where I could easily look around them. So there's, there's levels to it, but all right, that was a good question. That was fun. It was a good episode, good live stream. We appreciate all your questions. We appreciate you being here. It's dwindling down. So we've been talking too long, but it's a college football place to be. We appreciate you being here. Join us next week. This one will be live on Spotify and Apple as you're listening to it. But if you're watching the replay, hit the subscribe button. Follow us on all platforms. Like, comment, subscribe. All of those things. We love you all.
4: I didn't have a chance, I was walking with my bag, down the street to Harrison Ave, summer's over, back to class, way before I had a sedan, hit the bus stop and then glanced at the kids and then bam, I saw Britney for the first time, I was in a trance, who the hell was this, new chick I never met, was friends with girls, but I hadn't really been attracted to nobody yet, but 8th grade was going crazy, this bitch was so amazing, walked up and said hi, I'm Dave, and then shit changed. She told me she just moved into town, I knew it no doubt I love this girl inside and out, her beautiful smile Her hair and her style were driving me wild We sat together on the bus, we sat together every lunch She had me switching up the polos and ditching yo-yos I went from moving solo, dolo, to being so old B-S-E-double-S-E-D Thought about her constantly on cause I burning her CDs cause I saw her and she saw me But back then I was gross, i do the most for a joke i show my asshole to girls, and I just really wasn't the brand of guy that would get the girls I had no facial hair, just curls, and all my fr- that kissed a girl except me and i just wanted to be realistic about it i didn't want to mess the whole thing up and i just love being around her so i took the best friend route that shit was so fun i don't care what any of you guys say the hottest girl i ever met tickling my arm going to the mall with her chatting on aol all night Talked about plenty things, everything we could. How her parents treated her and how she felt misunderstood. She would tell me shit on name and person that she never could. I talked her through it. I took a ton of pride up in the fact that I made her feel good. Started hanging out up in the basements. Playing spin the bottle, watching her turn land on Jason. I closed my eyes. Until we played the nervous game where I would place my hand up on her breast over her bra. That was incredible, that was raw. I jerk off to that all fall. Winter snow days, watching no television like come on. Seeing what the hell they call. Hit the landline and I call. Hope she picks up, not her mom, but she Never know what's coming when you're young and you're in love High school next year, this a problem Sophomores, juniors, seniors, everybody saw her I remember browsing Blockbuster with her When the senior cocksucker told her she looked beautiful She blushed, He was popular I just stood to the side and waited Obviously they started dating Harrison Ab just wasn't the same without her The bus stop, he drove her to school In a car with rims and real big bass Hated this guy, I hated their vibe I hated his face, I waited for the demise But it never seemed to happen She was too attached and he lashed on Now she leaving my friend group Smoking, drinking with them dudes oh, no. We are not ready for that We got pizza by the slice Big ol' shout out to Frank's That's where I was when I found out that they were having sex I hit the beach just to meet her But they already left And her presence was missed But she's still my best friend Mozzarella sticks, I never sat with her